Welcome to the Power of Love show sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Power of Love show sponsored by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief. My name is T.J. Jackson, and with me is my eldest brother, Todd Jackson. How's it going, T? <laughs> I was waiting for it, Todd. Everything I is know. good. We are live, That'd of course, nice. on the Power of Love show. So if you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube right now, we thank you for joining us. You may also be listening to us via the podcast. That is correct. We stream on all the podcasts, all the major podcast platforms, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, um, there are others. You will be able to find this show there. So if you can't watch us on Facebook and YouTube one day, remember that. You can always catch up via the podcast. And if you do listen to podcasts, make sure to follow us. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast. It helps others um, locate us. It helps others find us. It helps with the algorithms. So whether it's Facebook, YouTube, or podcast how you're catching us make sure to subscribe and if you're really liking the episode like it leave a comment again it all helps with the algorithms now we are not licensed therapists we are just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives we've been impacted by it and we have learned from it and what we like to do here is we like to share our opinions in an attempt to help you overcome or just get through whatever it is you're going through saying that if you need professional help we urge you to seek it and to find it Please do not just rely on us. Now, if you enjoy the shows, we here at the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation would love to invite you to donate to our organization to help provide music therapy classes to grieving children. You can donate here um, in the description box. There is a link. You could do it via Facebook. Um, you could do it on Instagram. Or, of course, you could do it via the website, which is simply www.ddjf.org. All right. Um, I think that's pretty much everything I needed to plug or at least get through with the in intro. So mm -hmm. Todd, I'll ask you the very first question. That is, how have you been? Good. Week? Uh, I don't know how the week's gone. Um, I mean, I don't know, TJ. You would think after how many shows we've done, I would have an answer to that. But um, everything's good so far, you know. Okay. You seem very chilled and relaxed with your arm up on the couch like... I'm trying to be comfortable right now. Yes. In, in a way. Taking advantage like of the envi environment. Yes. It's a little hot because I don't have the fan on, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> but yeah, I, I yeah. like the vibe, though, Todd. It looks good. Yeah. Hey, man. I, uh, to, here's, the, here's the honest truth, TJ. Been listening to a lot of self help stuff recently, audible, obviously, or audio tapes in that way. And it's really changed my attitude about a lot of stuff. So in the last. Talk to me. I want to know more. What do you mean? Elaborate. Just in general, like, you know, obviously we we're kind of students of that in, in the past in that, but you kind of slip up and you forget and, and you just sometimes need constant reminders of how you can bring negativity into your life in that way by being almost like your things that you're scared to attract in life, you'll attract in life because you focus on them kind of aspect of it. And, you know, um, there were certain things, um, that I really identified with that I bad habits, I would say, in that. Mm -hmm. So just a different kind of outlook and very cool outlook in, in general. 
kind of back where I used to be, but you know, life is what Ooh. life is. I think the pandemic threw everything off anyway. So I'm getting back to pre pandemic Taj vibes as opposed to, you know, um, chaos pandemic mm -hmm. time, you know, where you don't mm -hmm. know nothing certain and we, the world doesn't know what's going to happen kind of thing. Um, a couple of things I want to showcase real quick is, uh, First of all, you all out there, when I say you all, I mean the community, those who are listening to us. We thank you all so much. You guys come every Wednesday to support us. And if you don't make a couple, you write back. Um, and I, I'm just looking at the live chat. So if you're not, if you're watching this live and you're not watching it on Facebook or YouTube um, live, I strongly suggest you do so. It's a whole nother vibe when you're in live and, and part of the community and, and chatting it up with everyone who's chatting. It's very entertaining, to be honest. Um, there are a couple of things I want to highlight um, that's very important, and that is Super Chats, which is on YouTube. It's a way for um, you to get your comment 100% on screens, if, for those who are watching on Facebook and YouTube. And the proceeds that we get from YouTube um, go directly to the Dee Jackson Foundation. So that's one way you can also support us. You said the proceeds that we get from YouTube, YouTube and Facebook, just the proceeds. Yeah, but Facebook, you can't highlight, at least yet, at least with the software we're using, you could do stars, but I don't know how to highlight on my screen. But if you do send stars, that does go to us at DDJF, but we can't highlight the comment. Got so it. YouTube allows it so I can highlight the comment like this one from Lena, who says, thanks for all you do, TJ and Taj and all the team behind DDJF. We thank you, Lena, for your support. And um, we will continue to do what we can do to, to help others in the name of our mother. So we thank you so much. Um, Zanae, here's another super chat. says, hi, TJ and Taj. How are you doing? All is well. You kind of got a lowdown from Taj. I'll give you a quick lowdown. I'm good. I'm in Brussels right now. It's late at night. Um, I'm loving the city. Taj, because when we, when we came to Brussels, we've been many times. But we've never like stayed multiple days, did we? It, it always seems like it was like kind of passing through. We never really got to chill there for a sufficient amount of time. I I believe. Yeah, that's that's what I would have said too. So this time I, I try to make it an emphasis to stay here for two to three days and to really enjoy the city. And I have to say, I'm loving it. It's 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 got a good tempo to it and a chillness <laughs> that is so is, cool, man. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'm I'm loving uh, Brussels. Nice. Um, are you doing anything special for your birthday? Besides, are you doing a performance on your birthday? I have a show in Amsterdam uh, on my performance on my birthday. <laughs> your performance. Yeah. Besides that, don't touch nothing. I come home a couple of days later. I may do something when, once I'm home, um, back in LA. But um, we'll have a good time on in the Amsterdam show, and then I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Nice. Um, one more, one more important thing for DDJF, especially with Prime Day, is Prime Day today, Tosh? Prime Day was um, it started a couple days ago, but I think it's the last day. Okay, so Jennifer says y'all have made a killing off me for Amazon Prime Day, <laughs> LOL. And what Jennifer is is talking about is today, as Tosh has said, um, is Prime Day. So uh, with Amazon having Prime Day. You guys can support us at DDJF simply by making your regular Prime Day purchases. It doesn't cost you anything. What happens is if you use the link, which is in the description box, to shop prior to, to shopping on Amazon. So if you click that link, 
It will take you to the Amazon page. You'll do all the shop normal shopping you do, but because you click the link, it it lets Amazon know to support us. So you, from yeah. from the proceeds from whatever you're spending to Amazon, which again is nothing extra, Amazon will get a cut of the total and send it to our foundation. Um, yeah. So it's cool. It's it's all you have to do is simply add DDJF as your Amazon Smile charity before you complete your purchase to make your shopping go further. And again, this just isn't for Amazon. Uh, this isn't just for Prime Day. Yeah. This is for any day. So obviously we're talking about it now because Prime Day is a big shopping day for Amazon. But really, anytime you shop on Amazon, you can support D.D. Jackson Foundation by simply choosing D.D. Jeff as your Amazon Smile charity. And, and it so, doesn't cost you anything more. So you're just basically getting the same price. It's just it helps us because Amazon donates. Um, Amazon donates from their proceeds, their their portion. So again, thank you, Jennifer. Um, that is what Jennifer means when she says, you all have made a killing off me for Amazon Prime Day. Um, but really, it's an easy way to support our foundation without it really costing you anything. Because I think almost everyone here shops on Amazon. So again... Yeah. And it um, says make, Amazon Smile, like you'll see when you sign into Amazon Smile or through the link, you'll see it different places. It's not a guessing, like, I wonder if it's Amazon Smile. It shows yeah. Amazon Smile on the, on the left side. To clarify, the link is in the description box, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, or one of the podcasts. Just copy that link, put it in your, your browser. It will take you to Amazon. As long as you start with that link, your entire Amazon experience will be the same. As long as you start with that link and you designate DDJF, I think you you only have to do it the very first time. Yeah, you have to Once you click on that link, you can bookmark the link every time you purchase on Amazon. If you click that link first, um, and when you ring out, it will you, again no charge extra to you. Amazon will cut some of it to DDJF. So I think it's cool that Amazon does that personally. I think it is too. I mean, that's how I get all my purchases on it. Yeah. Amazon. Me as well, Taj. Yeah. Um, oh, okay, cool. So we discussed that. Um, anything else we need to talk about, Taj, before we go into our topic? Mm -mm. Well, we did the disclaimer. Okay, we're good to go. So, all right. So we're doing a series on grief. Uh, we understand, we know that grief support can be a challenging road to navigate. Sometimes as grievers, we don't know where to seek effective support. And sometimes as the friends and loved ones of grievers, we don't know exactly where to begin or what to say to our loved ones. I've talked about that many times that that's something I struggle with when a friend or loved one loses someone. I really don't know what I should be saying or how exactly I can help others. So because of these challenges surrounding grief support on today's episode of the Power of Love show, we are launching episode one of a three part mini series entitled Grief Support Series. And today we are going to dive into an article written by Julie Halpert for the New York Times. It's called How to Help a Loved One Through Sudden Loss. Outside of loss itself, one of the most painful experiences for grievers is that their friends and family may not be willing to help them through their grief. Rather than turning away, you can offer connection. Here are some ways to help a person who has recently experienced a loss. Number one is take on tasks. With a sudden loss, the bereaved find themselves immediately inundated with new and mounting responsibilities. Helping ease that burden can be invaluable. It is suggested to lead with language like, I'd love to help. Does anything occur to you that may be useful? 
If they don't provide suggestions, you can be specific. Ask if you can bring dinner, mow the lawn, or pick up groceries. You can also provide a welcome distraction offering to go for a walk with the bereaved or take them out for dinner. Um, Take their dog out. There's so many different ways you can step up and help those who may be dealing with the loss. Because like Julie says in our article, when we lose someone that's close to us, we are all of a sudden inundated with a lot more responsibilities than we're prepared to handle. So any friends, help can be very much appreciated, even the simple stuff. Taj Jackson, was there anything else you wanted to add to point number one, which is take on tasks? Uh, no, that's that's very important to you. I think it's also important. I like how they said be specific in a way. You can be specific. Like, hey, do you need me to do or can I do this for you or can I do that for you? Because sometimes just saying, you know, I'm here if you need anything it sounds, you know, it can sound not empty because you really do mean it. But it also so there's so much. It's so it's so broad that nothing yeah, it's is so done. broad. It's so broad. So it's like, hey, do you need me to, as you said, take out your dogs today or, or whatever, whatever it is? That's a specific thing. And that helps in that way, because then that person knows, yeah. you know, that you really are willing to just help them in that. So yeah. I think that's what I thought in terms of when you were saying that I was like, yeah, I'm guilty of that, too. And, and, and what you can also do is is ask if you can help with something you're good at. If you're a good cook, see if, ask if you can cook. If you're good at laundry, see if you could fold clothes or do the laundry. Yeah. If you're good at cleaning that, if you're, if you're, you like to drive, maybe you could drive or pick up stuff, uh, food or whatever, just do something that, that I think comes natural to yourself for others, you know, because sometimes I think we make the assumption that what we like to do or is what other people like to do. And that's not necessarily the case. You know, some people I know love to cook. Some people I know don't like to cook one bit. I'm one of those. So you can always help out in your own way and and that can go a long way for others. So I love that one. Um, Again, we're going to talk about how to help a loved one through sudden loss. Um, again, it's an article by Julie Halpert for the New York Times. Number two, number two, point number two is um, continue to reach out. A study released in August of 2021 by the American Psychological Association found that the loss of a loved one in a traumatic event can cause complicated reactions for those left behind, including prolonged grief. Other studies have found that people who have endured a traumatic loss are more likely to experience severe, intense, and persistent psychological reactions, such as as post-traumatic stress disorder, compared with those who have an unexpected loss in these situations. The bereaved can struggle for many years or even decades. Time does not necessarily heal all wounds, and there are times where the bereaved can feel forgotten. Everybody goes back to their normal lives, and for the bereaved, it may feel like there will never be a normal life again. It is suggested to check in periodically and reach out during times when those who are grieving may be particularly vulnerable, like a wedding anniversary or major holidays. Consider adding simple thinking of you messages to your to-do list. I love this one. I think this is something um, we at DDJF are, you know, we take seriously. We, we do our, our dinners and um um, other kind of functions for those 
we purposely kind of don't do them soon after a loss. We try to wait because that's a real thing where time passes and oftentimes all the help or all the support, all the love goes back to their normal lives where you're still dealing with this traumatic loss. And now it's the time where the numbing starts to wear off. So, you know, months later, you're realizing the, the true impact of that loss and how, how, how is life going to continue on? And that is why sometimes we try to do delayed reaching out because we know that person's loved ones and friends are going to do the immediate stuff. So we try to fill that gap. But I think this is super important. You got to continue to reach out and to continue, continue to let people know you will be there. Um, Taj, anything you want to add to that? Um, it's a great point. I think, um, yeah, we're not, it's not a, you shouldn't feel guilty about, you know, um, forgetting or, or, or whatever, or going about, because you said people usually, loved ones go about their lives and, and all that stuff. Um, it's just something that TJ, TJ, you know, it is, it's like the numbing, there's a certain period where the numbing rubs off and then it's like, I don't know, it's not that reality hits, it's just all your support system is not as full as it used to be because it's time has passed. And so I would also say maybe possibly at the time that it's happening, you know, and you are supporting someone, write like a note to yourself or, or put it in your calendar, like X amount of weeks or a month away, like check in on so-and-so, or, you know, as you, as you said, like just keep mm -hmm. checking in on them, but put it in your calendar because your life's gonna, you know, you're like a tactic too, and you might forget and you might be, you know, I can say there's friends of mine that have lost someone recently where luckily i had that in my calendar because i did when at the time i'm like I, i'm going to keep checking up on them monthly and all that stuff and then th things happen around here and then you're like you you know priorities of, of of what you have to deal with in your life but that's a big priority for you as well as your friend and so you know so you have to make sure and that's and so i'm happy i had those reminders in that so it's like hey just thinking of you or hey you know I'm still here. If you need anything, what do you need me to do? Great points, Taj. Um, Jennifer says, yes, reaching out. This is why I am in many grief groups, helps different energy in each group. Yesterday I was in a music session and candlelighting ceremony for our lost ones. I love that. Um, I think this is spot on, you know, and, and we're not shy about that. We are one grief community. We are one uh, community that, that, believes in love and being there for each other so that, you know, our tagline is so no one feels alone in their grief. That yeah. is something we believe in and, and we want to build. We have no issue. Um, we believe in sharing more communities. That's why mm -hmm. we have try to have weekly guests and, and we always not only allow, but encourage other guests to share their communities and what has helped them get through situations because our goal at DDJF is just to help as much many people as possible. And I love that's what I love about your comment, Jennifer, is the fact that you say you're a mini grief group. So um, for anyone who is really struggling with grief, we do encourage you to find multiple grief groups. Um, I think it's very important to to for your healing. So I love all that. Yeah. Um, okay, so we will. I'm trying to see where else. Okay, so we will get to point number three, which is connect with the bereaved with community support. Mm. Um, we were just talking about this. According to professionals, 
Those with more resources have grief privilege. They may be able to take an extended leave of absence from work and afford a team of professionals to cope with the loss, for example. But that isn't the case for those who are low on resources. And people of color in particular, who in addition to losing their loved ones, may be faced with living losses like unemployment or food insecurity. In these types of situations, it's important to help the bereaved network with the community and build a circle of supportive resources, perhaps to raise funds or bills and therapies. So again, um, it's all about support. It's all about being in a community and it's all about um, feeling as one. So reach out, enter different groups, reach out to others for help. There is nothing wrong with that. I think oftentimes people are ashamed of it or feel um, embarrassed by it. You can, you know, this is the time where people like us at DDJF want to help you. So if you're going through something, please reach out. And um, we, like I said, we encourage it. Uh, Tosh Jackson, anything you want to add? No, I obviously think it's very important. I mean, community support is super important. And as we said, you don't want to feel alone. You don't want to feel like you're, you have no, no one to turn to. And that's where community support is, is can be incredible. Yeah. Um, and the, here's a couple com- comments. Miss um, Silent Siren says, you know, I have a stone wall up with my family. My family now is the community. Um, we always want to encourage family. Um, but however you're getting that support works for us. Um, we're just happy to be able to help ease any struggles you're going through. Um, Tiffany. And yeah. Clarissa says, DDJF has truly been helping cope with my own grieving. Thank you. We, You are more than welcome. This is what we are here for. And thank you um, to the community in, in general. You guys have made this a pleasant community in that way. I, I love going on Facebook and seeing people help people in that way in our community. And, and, and I'm so proud of it in that way because you guys welcome people and and we and we're going through this all together. Um, and Carol, like Carol says, we have a wonderful group. Um, and then Caitlin says, a reminder, DDGF has an amazing grief resources page on their website, www.ddgf.org. Thank you for reminding us, Caitlin, because we've been slowly updating and adding incredible resources um, to the website. So uh, if you haven't been on our website in a while, make sure to check it out. Um, there's likely a resource for whatever it is you are going through. We're going to continue to add to it, to bulk it up. Um, we believe the power of the internet and and the power and the importance of resources. So we will continue to add to it. And yes, like Caitlin says, make sure to check it out because there's a lot of good stuff on here. Um, I love this, Carol. Carol says, your foundation has helped me. And Davina says, you bring good people together. Cool. Carrie says, DDJF is one of the best communities out there. Everyone is so supportive. I love that. That's so important to us, you guys. So thank you so much for that. Um, Okay. So we are talking about different ways to help a loved one through sudden loss. Again, we are piggybacking off an article that was entitled, How to Help a Loved One Through Sudden Loss, written by Julie Halpert for the New York Times. We've talked about three so far. We've talked about the importance of taking on tasks. We've talked about continuing to reaching out. And we've talked about the importance of connecting to the bereaved, connecting the bereaved with community support. The fourth one 
we are going to discuss the fourth way is listen more than you talk. Um, I think sometimes people think that they have to say something. They have to, you know, that silence is the enemy. That's not the case. We have to be willing to listen and it's okay. Sometimes just being there and present means the world for those who are dealing with loss. It can be incredibly helpful to just sit with those who are grieving and let them cry. Allow them to tell the story, tell you the story of their loss and don't try to intervene or interrupt. Oftentimes I think people think they have to say something. Just let that person, let them talk about their problems and, and what they're going through and let them let them just vent, let them get it out. It's so, so important. Sometimes just being there and listening can be the greatest support you can offer a grieved loving one, a grieving loved one. You don't always have to talk. You don't always have to have the answers. Just being there can be incredibly, incredibly supportive and helpful for those, for so many. Um, Taj, uh, anything else you want to add to that? No, uh, I'm looking at a comment that Teresa J said that I really like, which is don't listen to respond, just listen to listen. Um, because sometimes, you know, you do feel like you have to say something after everything. And um, as you were saying, sometimes a person just wants to get it off their chest or, you know, um, to they're upset and they just want to, you know, get it out in that way or, or they're sad or whatever it is, you know, um, Sometimes I just want to to talk it out in that way, and they don't need you to to have the solutions for them. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's that's very um, important to remind people that you don't have to talk. I think that's something that I've learned. You know, I always <laughs> want to be able to have the answers, and sometimes just silence is the answer. You know, let let people do the talking. Well, I've that. learned also, TJ, that like, because I am someone that tries to fix everything, as you know, <laughs> I always believe I can fix everything. But sometimes the person themselves has the answer. So like, especially if it's personal to them, they're going to have the better answer than you are. Usually they just have to find it. Yeah. As Jennifer Jackson says, this is very important. This listening and just being there is a huge, huge help. Um Chris Nell says, ask, what do you think would be the right thing to say when someone is grieving? I, I, I think speaking from the heart is the answer, um, Chris Nell. I, I don't think you always have to say something. I really think just being there, just being in that person's presence means a lot. I've always talked about the hug my Uncle Jermaine gave me hours after I found out my mom was taken from us. And he didn't say anything. I can't even remember anything he said. It was just his hug and, and that moment of silence that really, really supported me in a time where I, I had no zero strength. So I think there's a lot of strength in silence and just presence that um, that sometimes we can't really understand until it happens, you know. So I don't think you always have to say something. I just think being there is the right thing. And, and if you feel in your heart to say something, say it. But respect the importance of silence and being there um, I, I i can tell you as someone you saying that um when my friends you know our friends came over you know after mom passed and stuff and at haven harrison came over and whatever i can't tell you one thing one of our friends said but i can tell you who was there you know and and i'm saying that only because 
you're talking about silence in general. I can tell you who was there, but I can't tell, I don't remember one line of like, oh, this yeah. person's this or that person's that. I just know they were there. And I think, cause it's such a whirlwind anyway. And it's almost like a movie where it's like muddled and what, like if it's like underwater kind of thing anyway. So it's not the, really the words, it's that you being there and being present. Todd is so, so, so right on. I don't remember a word, but I remember the presence. So true. Tatis guy says sometimes people just need silence because they can't talk about it. It's yeah. very true. Um, and Zanae with the super chat says, when my grandpa passed away in 2010, I had and have so many friends and family to talk to and be there for me in that time. It's beautiful. Yes. Um, but again, I think the moral of the story, like Lena says, it's just being there is enough. Um, Carrie adds, presence can be so powerful. Mm -hmm. um, wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, so there we go. The importance of listening and just being there present is 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 where it's at. Way number five, and this is actually the fifth and final way we're going to discuss today on different ways to help a loved one through sudden loss. That is to choose your words carefully. Uh, try to be mindful to avoid minimizing the loss or encouraging a quick recovery. Professionals have developed a list of don'ts in the events of a loss based on research with hundreds of bereaved people. Never suggest that you know how grievers feel, even if you're experiencing a similar type of loss. You can't possibly comprehend the depth of their grief. Other phrases to avoid include, you're so strong, you have so much to be thankful for, and everything will be okay, along with religious platitudes like, it's part of God's plan, or he's in a better place. In addition, it's best not to make empty promises. When you promise something, you've got to follow up with it to avoid deeper hurt and disappointment. As with any other type of sudden loss, focus on providing the type of support that the griever needs. Avoid asking about the circumstances of the death, but say the loved one's name. Ask about the person's life and share happy memories that you have. These are just a few ways you can show up and be there for grievers in your life. Just remember, even if you have reservations about how to approach these challenging situations or what to say to a griever, it is better to say something than to not say anything at all and avoid the elephant in the room. At the very least, you can be honest and say something like, I don't know exactly what to say, but I'm here for you. It can make all the difference to your grieve, love, grieving loved one. Um, Taj, this is an important one too because, again, I, 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 I understand why there's not, and I don't think there ever will be, but I do wish there was some type of course on grief mm -hmm. and dealing with loss. I think we would be a lot healthier as a society because there are times where a lot of people will say things like he's in a better place or this is you know God's plan or like you said, or like the comment said, you're so strong, everything will be okay. Those aren't the proper terms to be utilizing at the moment of someone's deep loss. Um, as I've, and I already highlight this, but as Patea Sky says, sometimes people just need silence because they can't talk about it. So don't force anything. And I think sometimes those comments are forced. Um, Taj, anything you want to add to that? Um, I think, yeah, that's a great point only because as well, everyone deals with grief differently. Some people will want to talk it out. Some people will want to just sit there and, and, you know, not talk at all. 
in that way. I was not very talkative in that way as I am now about my mom's death or lo the loss of my mom as I was back then. I didn't really even want to talk about it at all in that way. And while someone else might be different in that way, they might want to talk about it and talk about what happened and stuff like that. So it's all, you know, everyone's different, but at the same time, yeah. I like the choose your words carefully because um, I like how it ended that, that's, mm -hmm. that paragraph in terms of like, um, I don't know what to say, but I'm, I'm here for you. Cause I think that's the easiest route because it is better not to say anything than to say the wrong thing just because you're nervous or because you're it's awkward or whatever as well i mean people say weird things when it's awkward or nervousness so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And i think that they're in a better place or whatever can be because of they might not even mean it but they just mm -hmm. don't know what to say and they've heard other people say it and so they think that's the thing to say so we can't hold them to it too, because they might've heard that in a movie or heard that in something they think that's the right thing to say. So as you said, edu we kind of wish that there was a class on it, some kind of education. Yeah, something. Like, I, I, feel, yeah. I, I think it would great, be great for everyone, you know, because grief is something that's part of our lives. It's something that's always gonna be in our lives. It's part of the life cycle. So um, I, I think, and I wish that our school systems had a, a, a semester of grief and loss. I think that would be very valuable and, and would help people dealing with loss when it hits them. So anyways, to continue on with your guys's comments, April says some, sometimes some people just need a listening ear. And I love what CKD says. You can always comfort them by reassuring them. I'm here. If you need me, um, Jennifer has a good idea. Jennifer, she, what she does is she sends some friends gift certificates to DoorDash uber eats when they lost lose their loved one um because they did not have to that way they don't have to prepare their meals yeah um so there's a lot of things you can do uh that is a belgium uh i think ambulance, ambulance or yeah. police car one of the so two right <laughs> one of the two either way we're we're hoping you're okay. okay yeah, <laughs> yeah coming for you. um but really the, there's a, many things you can do um, to help those loved ones through their time of need. And if, if you don't know what to do, doing simple things like this, um, just being there, not even saying anything, just being by their side really can help. Helping them clean up. All those little things really make a difference. Um, I love this. Carol says your, your foundation came at the right time. It's really beautiful. I love that. Uh, let's see, Taj. Anything else we need to say or do? Here's the comments and stuff. Yeah, well, Clarissa has a sweet comment. She says September 5th will be one year since my daughter passed. And my my B day is September 11th. I now celebrate her life on this day. That's beautiful, Clarissa. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. In that, Taj, this is something that um you do. And I think you do well is, is celebrating life. Um, I think it's a, that's the right thing to do. Um, our loved ones will always be our loved ones. They will always be special to us. And Clarissa, I think this is a healthy and wonderful way to celebrate your wonderful daughter is to celebrate her life on that day. Um, Taj, Caleb has a question for us. I'm going to let you answer. He says, Taj and TJ, how did you learn how to cope with the loss of your mom and Uncle Michael? I 
that was the thing. Like, I, I don't think there was many resources um, in that. Um, I remember for me, I got two books, one, the, um, the four agreements and the other one who moved my cheese. And I translated that into loss and grief in my own head because that was the closest thing I had in terms of helping me cope. But um, I think we, we were very fortunate. We had a family and friends network kind of in that. And that's why we all, we are very conscious that not everyone has that and that we were lucky that we had that. And even with that luck, it was still incredibly impossibly hard, you know? And, and so it was just with our, my mom, it was me knowing that what she would have wanted, you know, um, I knew my mom well enough to know she wouldn't have wanted me to be paralyzed or with fear and grief and all that stuff. She would have wanted us to continue on to make her proud. So it was, it was an easy instruction to do for mm -hmm. us in that way. Like that was everything. She put everything into us and for us to just um, not function now would have been a letdown to her in that. And mm -hmm. so that kind of gave us the and it was very similar with uncle michael with our uncle it was he had put so much into us and so much teaching us and 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 our education and stuff like that that it made sense to give back and to make sure that um it didn't go to waste in that way um two different scenarios obviously with with uncle michael the world was grieving the whole world was grieving it was a different thing in that aspect, but at the same time, it's neither was easier or harder than the other in that way, just because they're two incredible losses that you you never get it over anyway if it's someone like that that you lose. What about you, T? No, it's okay. They, they were just different loss. I was in different stages in my life. You know, um, I think the losing mom was obviously, um, they, they are both incredibly challenging and difficult in their own ways. Uh, but losing mom was my first major loss. And, and I was still growing and, and, you know, I was a teen. So it was very, very difficult. Um, whereas losing Uncle Michael, I was leaving my 30s. Yeah, I'd just been maybe 31 or something, but um, obviously an incredible, devastating loss. Um, and it, it was different because although it was my uncle and, um, you know, I loved him with everything, uh, I, I felt like as, as you, you and Terrell felt, it was more, well, maybe not for you, Taj, because you kind of have said this with us, but it was like you take a back seat to your direct loss, you know, mm -hmm. and, and it's like you, your role is to protect. And that's how I felt with the cousins. And, you know, whereas with mom, it was like I didn't think I needed to protect anyone. It was just me, you know, whereas, like I said, for you, you may have felt that for both. But that was the biggest difference for them. And coping has been challenging still to this day. You know, I think about both my mom and Uncle Michael every day. Um and I just try to make both proud as, as best as we can, you know, so. And celebrate both, right? And celebrate both, Taj. And that's something that I've, I've come around to being able to do more and more, which has been a big difference. And it's been, I don't want to say helpful, but it's, 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 it's a way of, of, I think, healing, 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's been very helpful in the healing process is is the idea of celebrating the love. And that's why I'm happy Clarissa is 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 doing that mm-hmm. with her daughter. I think it's it's the healthiest way to to heal and continue on in this in in our lives. So um that would be my answer. That would be my answer. Nice. Um but Todd, we're, we're, we are at that time. There's a couple of comments I wanted to to showcase. First, a big thank you to Belen for the super sticker on YouTube, and Zanae, you as well. And we greatly appreciate it. Um, I talked about that. I talked about that. Um, but one thing I want to highlight. There's a couple of things I want to highlight. Number one, Alicia asks, "How long does it supposed to take for grieving?" As we say. Many times grieving is lifelong. You're, the pain doesn't ever just disappear. Um, I think it's ups and downs, it waves, it's, it goes in stages. It's part of life now, but that doesn't mean life can't still be wonderful to live. Um, we just have to learn how to cope and how to deal with our grieving. Um, but to think that ever, grief will ever just disappear or go away completely, I think is a false thing. Um, like I said, it's been almost 30 years since we lost our mother. That doesn't mean I don't grieve her. Every Mother's Day, oh, yeah. every, um, every what's the word I'm looking for? Not a monument, but every achievement from one of our kids or even ourselves. Yeah. I think about my mom. And um, so it, it, I don't like the idea of thinking about time when it comes to grieving. I just think we have to figure out a way to to have a healthier handle on it. Anything yeah. you want to add and to I that? Time? You at different times too. Like I'm, I just my my daughter Toria, I have a picture of mom, you know, t- and she just picked it up and she was just walking with it and it it, it tore me apart. Be- and normally that wouldn't, you know, in general, but it just certain things hit you at certain times because I was making the connection that she, you know, my mom won't be physically be there, you know, for her, but she still has this connection in that way. And it's just, it's sad. You're right. You're never, certain things will hit you at certain times, not just monumental times or or certain birthdays or whatever. So just don't be too hard on yourself either. It's grieving a a, a continuation in terms of you never get over it. You just live with it in that way, or you navigate through it, as we've said. As uh, Martina says, the pain never goes away. It just changes. No. Jennifer asks, "Grief is a journey, never a time limit. T- never a time limit. Don't give yourself a timeline for it. You might cry ten years after the death of your loved one." Um, Fatiha says, "Exactly, the pain never goes away." Um, Belen says, "You have to live with it." Um, Carol, it flares up. Carrie says, "You learn to live with it." Um, so I-, I think Jennifer adds, "You kind of learn to live with the pain." So I think it's super important that we're realistic about this. I don't want anyone to ever think it's just going to go away because it really doesn't. But I also don't want people to be despondent and hopeless and feel that nothing will ever um, get better. Yeah, that nothing will ever improve because that's not the case either. You know, that's not the case. I think the important thing is kind of reframing how you you're dealing with it and one perfect example is what jennifer did she says with my grief i'm setting up scholarship at my dad's alma mater loyola 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 university in chicago 
I can't wait until it's fully funded in five years. My avatar is hit of him when he won a basketball game. Oh, Just I love trying it. to honor the loved one and, and make the loved one proud is, is probably one of the healthier ways I can advise anyone to deal with loss. It's been huge for us. I never thought the D.D. Jackson Foundation would be so helpful for me with my loss, but it truly has been. So I think honoring the loved one is one wonderful way to do it. Um, Taj, what else am I hearing? Okay, the other thing that I want to highlight is the importance of, again, reminding you all to be careful with what you say to those who are who have lost their loved ones. As Caitlin says, people have good intentions with these phrases, but they can feel hurtful to the griever. Um, and what phrases? Like Clara says, believe me, when I hear those words, you are strong. It makes me angry because you are so tired to be strong in heavy situations. Mm -hmm. So Koya adds, I hated how at my dad's funeral, everyone came up to me and my siblings, not to give us comfort, but to say, look after your mom, as if we're not grieving too. You know, um, Teresa has been told not to cry because they're in a better place. That didn't help at all, of course. Yeah. So we, we have to be very careful with what we say to to those who are grieving. Um, I think it's super, super important and something that I'm happy we're touching on today because I don't think we've touched on it in a little while, but it's very, very important. Yeah. Um, Taj, anything else we want to talk about before we close? No, we got a couple super chats. We have a couple more super chats. Yes. Okay. What, Taj? Can you read this? How's your eyesight? It's great. Okay, read this while I search these super chats, Taj. Okay. Well, Donna is also one of the super chats. So, look at yeah, um, one twenty-one, TJ. Okay. I, I I don't know if I can go up that high. You Mr. can. Jackson. I did. Um, okay, yeah. um, it, Donna says, um, it has helped me in my grief and I want to thank you both. My family talked to my sister every day and the music my sister used to sing. Uh -oh. And here it is, Taj, I got it. Uh, hi, TJ and Taj. Thank you, by the way, Donna, for the super chat. Donna said, hi, TJ and Taj, just want to thank you for everything you do. It has helped me. I've lost my sister two months ago. It's been hard. My sister's name is Jer Coffee Murray. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, um, Tosh, thank you for reminding me that because I yes. did not want to miss this. So thank you so much. And then there's a super chat from Janine who says, My beautiful grandmother left me in 1966. I still grieve and forever miss her. There you yeah. go. You know, we're, that's almost 60 years ago, and, and Janine is, is still grieving and missing her. So I, I thank you for sharing that, Janine, because it's a it's a reminder for anyone. Um, I kind of know this because, it's like I said, it's been almost 30 years, and I'm still grieving and missing my mother every day. So I, I know that this is a lifelong thing for me. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I can't live my life and can't be happy in life. And, I, and for anyone who's dealing with new loss, um, you know, recent loss, I don't want you to ever think that this pain that you're feeling today doesn't subside at all because it does get easier, I think, to deal with. At least for me, it has. It doesn't mean it's easy, but it, it time to me, or at least for me, has slowly healed. Um, yeah. At least I've learned to, to, to live with it in a healthier yeah. way. Maybe that's the best way to say it. Um, Taj, anything else? I know I'm, I'm saying that a lot. There's just so many comments and so much great things. No, just, you know, as, as um, 
with what Donna said in terms of that, you know, um, we're, we're here, um, we're, you know, I'm so proud that our foundation and community can help people in that way. And obviously it's not, it, it's me and TJ on the screen, but there's so many people in the community and board members in our foundation that are incredible and do so much help behind the scenes and in front of the scenes as well. It's just in general. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a group effort in that way. And it's, as TJ, you also mentioned, it heals us as well. Well, mm -hmm. and this foundation has been incredible in that way in my journey. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. I think we are good. Um, we, we are going to sign off. Chat. I have, there's another one. Yeah. That just came. Okay. Well, we gotta, yeah. we gotta highlight it. Um, You're making me work extra hard. <laughs> That's what Taj is on it today. Like, I'm just supposed to be relaxing here. No, no, no. You're you're doing good, Taj. Um, Kayla says back in 2009, hearing that Michael Jackson passed, it really tore me to pieces because I was just getting to know him. I was seven years old at the time and listening to his music on my computer. Um, That's yeah, it's. I think it's that's the tough. beauty of of our uncle, though he's forever in that way, and. You know, people today are enjoying them just like they did, you know, in the 70s and mm -hmm. the 80s and in the 90s and stuff like that. So I think he lives on through all of us. Yeah, as, as Martin says, Caleb, I had tickets to go see Milan and it was devastating. It was. We all were excited for that. Um, Taj, and by the way, um, Bami says they ain't seen my super chat. Sorry, Bami, I can't find it. Um but I, I will say this, um, Carol, as Carol says, the foundation is growing. Um, we thank you all for your support. Uh, Jennifer says, thank you guys for opening this channel and sharing with us. Clara says, your foundation helps because you feel like you are not alone in your pain. This is all some of the goals of the foundation when we decided to do this, not only this the foundation, but the podcast. We wanted it to be a community. We started on the radio show where we could take live calls. Um, and now we, I think, progressed to this format where we could do it live and talk with you and showcase your comments. Either way, we want to thank you all for joining us on the Power of Love show. We want to also remind you all that you could follow us on Facebook and Instagram. It is at DD Jackson Foundation and also Twitter, of course, DDJ Foundation. Um, one more important thing. If you're a Facebook user, make sure to join our Facebook group. Mm -hmm. Yes, don't just follow our page, but there's actually a Facebook group you can join where you can talk about in detail about things that you are going through, losses you have in our community, whether it's us, um, people who have been on the show, other community members will comment and be there for you. Again, our biggest, one of our biggest missions is to make sure you guys um, as well as us, if we go through a loss that we don't feel alone in our grief, we want to build this community that is there for everyone. So I think it was important to mention that. And I can't leave the show without reminding you guys about Amazon Prime Day. Um, it's a simple way to help our uh, foundation grow um, by simply making your regular Amazon purchases. You can support our, our foundation. Again, I mentioned this because it's Prime Day in the U.S., but it can be for any day, as long as you use Amazon. Um, if you make our foundation your Amazon Smile charity, uh, anytime you click the link prior to shopping, you will be supporting our foundation 
through a revenue split. Some it's not much, but it helps. It all adds up that Amazon gives. So it's no portion from you. It's all from Amazon. So I think it's important to remind you guys occasionally. And of course, since today's Amazon Prime Day, today was probably the best day to do it. All right. Paj, anything else? Um, I found two super chats. but You're lying. No, 117 and 118. Um, but I'll, I'll, I can read them off, but you can scroll real quick if you can. I'll do the one. Okay, before we do that, though, Kaylin mentions over 400 in the official group supporting one another. Join us. Thank you, Kaylin. I didn't know that number, but 400 people are that's in that great, Facebook guys. group. Thank you. That's fantastic. So that's really cool. Okay, Todd, what are the times? I'll, I'll, I'll zoom up. 118. Okay. I'll do the bombing one for the, the 118. It says, so you might be able to get to it by that time. Hey, Fufi and Taj, hope. <laughs> Hope as well. Um, I swear Taj gets younger every show. Owen Fair lost her grandma recent. And then I don't There's know if that one. Yeah. And did you do the Brandy one as well? Here's Brandy Taj. You want to do it? No, I didn't like I, I, I don't like talk. I don't like reading out loud if you guys haven't noticed yet. <laughs> well, Brandy uh, with the super chat says, Hi TJ and Taj, how are you doing today? I miss y'all so much. I also heard my aunt is in the hospital because of heart, the urgent care. Rush her there. Um, Brandy, we hope everything's okay. Uh, please keep us posted. Um, we love you. We thank you for your support. And again, we will be praying for your aunt and hope all is okay. Um, okay, Taj is, is is on it. Taj is on it. Any other we'll super chats? Pay raise <laughs> okay. All right, we're going to sign off. Um, we love yeah. you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, if you want to learn more about our foundation, you can go to www.ddjf.org. If you're listening to us on a podcast, we thank you guys for joining. This, this episode was a little longer, but it was a great one. We got to learn about many different ways to help loved ones go through a sudden loss. Uh, we hope you guys found it educational. And we will be back next week with episode two of our grief support series. So adios, everyone. Please be safe and take care. Bye.